Welcome into the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by Seeky for Wednesday, October 28th. I'm Caroline Gonzalez, and on today's show, I'm joined by my co-host, John DeShazer, and longtime Saints player, Saints legend, Jermon Bushrod. Jermon, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, I'm down here in South Florida, but it's um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be on today. Of course, happy to have you. How's your family doing? I mean, your family is expanding. It seems like every time we have you on the podcast, there's a new one. I <laughs> uh, know. <laughs> You know, we um, we're doing really well. You know, our, our newest uh, our newest addition to the family, Janae, she's actually going to be uh, she's turning one uh, on Tuesday. So uh, that's exciting for us. But, um, yeah, you know, we, we definitely have uh, quite a crew over here and, and the family's growing. So that's always a good thing. Always a good thing. Yes. Um, so, Jermon, uh, obviously the Saints got off to a little bit of a slow start this season, um, and, and there's been some difficulty, especially with, uh, you know, the hurricane building up uh, coming this way in, in New Orleans. And, and you were with the team in 2009, unfortunately, when Katrina hit. So I have to ask internally, as far as a team standpoint, what's going on from a player perspective? Are you just like constantly updating the group text? Are, are coaches reaching out? Are you just taking care of your family? What goes on from a player perspective when a potential hurricane's coming your way? Well, the great thing about New Orleans is that they always have like a hurricane plan in place. And I remember when we did have to evacuate one year, we went up to Indianapolis. Um, Sean and the rest of the coaching staff and, and, and the front office had a great plan for us. They were communicating with us um, and updating us whenever uh, updates you know, needed to come our way. And you know, we didn't know that we were gonna have to evacuate the one time we did have to come up to Indianapolis. I really forget which year it was, but we were playing Tampa week one and a hurricane came in and you know, they got all of us where we needed to go. And they do a really great job of making sure they're keeping everybody on schedule and, and keeping everybody up to date. So. Uh, with New Orleans and, and, and Sean and that front office, I don't worry about uh, if those guys have a plan in place because they've handled it before and they've done it in the past. So, You know, I was wondering that, Bush, because I, I assume player standpoint, you guys have a schedule every day. So it's almost as if, you know, you guys aren't even, I don't want to say not distracted by that because you do have families and you are, uh, have, do have safety concerns, but, you know, almost literally a portion of your day is kind of scripted for you. So it's almost like, hey, they'll script us out of this one too. Yeah, exactly. You know, you just got to be able to adapt and deal with um, whatever situation comes up. You know, our preparation, you know, your, I say our preparation like I'm still playing, but your preparation <laughs> for the game, your preparation for the game still has to continue to be at a high level, but understanding that family does come first, making sure that your family is safe and they're sound. And, you know, so that is not a distraction when you are in the facility, when you are preparing for the game coming up. Uh, you know, you got to make sure your loved ones are in a safe place that they feel good that the wife or your girlfriend and your kids are are in a place that they, um that they feel safe and and that's just what that's what's important family first and then football and and like I said earlier those guys do a really good job of making sure that they express that to their players Jermon, uh, Jermon Armstead, you know, has, has struggled with injuries throughout his career. He's been relatively healthy the past two seasons, but he did have to exit the game um, last week with an injury. And so James Hurst was put into his place. So when you're a starting offensive lineman and when you're maybe one of those backup offensive linemen, how much different is your preparation for the game, especially when you're someone who's recently activated like James Hurst? Um. Yeah, it's, it's tough to see, you know, Teron dealing with, uh, you know, an, another injury. Hopefully, you know, prayers up to him and his recovery. But when it goes, you know, when, when you're a starter and you approach a game, 
you know, you're focusing on your guy, every single person that they put on your side. Now, my last, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't a backup until my 12th season. You know, obviously my first two years, I didn't play at all. But when I did get that nod in 2009, my mindset for the next nine years was I was a starter. I'm focusing on this side of the line, this position. But when I did come to New Orleans, I had to, I had to train. I had to study to play both sides of the line. So I had to know what my techniques were on the left, what they were on the right, who the players I got to play on the left side, what do they like to do? What are they successful with? What are they not successful with? Then I had to study the guys on the right side as well. So it's like, to me, preparing for a game when you're not the starter or you're the swing tackle or the swing guard, which is the guy who's the backup who can play both sides, to me, that was more pressure because every single play, I'm looking like, is Teron up? Is Ryan up? Okay, good. Now, I can, now you know, now I can breathe, and 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 that's really what the um, you know, that's really what the situation is. And I did see James Hurst come in last week. Um, he he had he had one tough play where he got beat on the outside, but I, he learned from that. From the tape that I watched, he learned from that. Um, he didn't have any more pressures on Drew for the rest of the day. He stepped in, played really well. He has good technique. And if he has, if, and if he's called on this week to be the guy to, that's protecting Drew's blindside, um, I think he'll have a good plan in place. And, and mentally, he will approach it from a different angle. You know, Bush, is that you saying all of that to say that you you still have some more snaps in you? I was about oh, to say, no. you had a oh, humble listen, brag in there, you know, start nine season. <laughs> I mean, I'm, you know, because, you know, every team can use a, a swing tackle, so I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> hey, look, hey, look, I hear you. I hear you, but I've al- I've already started this weight loss journey. I have no, uh, there's nothing in me that, that, that will step back on that field. I did enjoy my 12 years out there, but, uh, you know, as a competitor, I always have that itch. I always have that feeling that I can do it. But then when you really sit down and watch these games closely, I'm like 35 pounds less. I want no parts of the game. I'll let the young guys have it. They can keep running into each other. How hard is that to go from, you know, working out and eating to be an offensive lineman and then kind of reframing your mind of like, hey, I don't have to work out to kill myself every single time. I can just work out for, you know, my health and my well-being. It, it, it makes me feel good that I can go into, I can go and approach a workout 30, 45 minutes an hour. I'm not in there trying to squat five, 600 pounds. I'm not in there trying to bench heavy. You know, I can just uh, do, you know, like some beach workouts or I can go hit my bike for an hour, two hours, and it gets me everything that I need, you know? So working out, is, it's not as stressful. I, I don't feel like I do it as much as I did when I did play, when I did play, but um just the way, just the way you approach it, it, it just makes me feel good that it's like I'm doing it for health reasons, not balking, trying to get stronger, trying to make sure that I'm I'm strong enough when I do have to go out here and play. Well, well I'll tell you what, you you got to catch up with Max Unger because Max is pretty much Max is going to be down to a skill position size pretty yeah, soon. I, I saw that, I saw that, and I was <laughs> a little, I was a little jealous. I'm not going to lie to you. I was like, man, he he just. You know, I think he's back in Hawaii, so he's just kind of doing his thing, and uh, he, he slimmed down really good. I don't know what kind of plan he used, but I don't want to keep seeing pictures of him because he looks good. And uh, but he's 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 part of my motivation, though. That's for sure. He's probably just eating poi every day. You ever had some poi before? What is that? What? He's probably just eating poi before. That's that's something they eat over in Hawaii. And, and trust me, if you eat poi, it tastes so bad it will make you not eat anything else. Well, what that's a it? good that, that that's a good plan right there. It's a horrible thing to put in your mouth, and 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 
I, I would not recommend it to anyone. <laughs> but Bush, I'll, I'll, I'll put I'll put that up here for sure. Exactly. Poi, put it in, you know, put it in your mind and then kick it out. Uh, played also for the Saints opponent on Sunday, uh, the Bears. So what are your thoughts of having seen them? We saw them have a really, really tough go of it uh, against the Rams on Monday night. Yeah, they had they had a tough time facing the Rams. I mean, the Bears, they, they their record is pretty good right now, but this is a team who is five and two. They could easily be three and four. They had a great comeback against the Falcons, which I'm very appreciative of them <laughs> for. You know, so any you know anytime the Falcons can take that L, that that's good with us. But you know they had they had a uh, a shootout with with the Buccaneers as well. That game could have went either way if uh, you know time management was held a little bit better on Tampa Bay's side. But this is a team who they're struggling a little bit, you know. When Nick Foles came in, it seems like they're trying to throw the ball more. They haven't had a 100-yard rusher since Nick Foles has, has gotten a starting position. Um, I, I think it's going to be key for us to keep, continue to keep doing what we've been doing on the ground. But I, I think there's some holes. I think, you know, the Saints will be able to go into Soldier Field and and, uh, and have some success. You know, Bush, Bush, i got to ask you this. Last three Saints games, all three wins, uh, the time, time of possession for the Saints in their favor has been at least – 34 minutes and 41 seconds in the Saints possession. As an offensive lineman, when you see numbers like that, does it just bring a smile to your face because you kind of know what goes along when the team has that kind of time of possession? You're balanced, man. You're balanced. You're, you're not you're not a one-dimensional play caller. You know, when it comes to the offensive side of the ball, what helps the defense is us staying on the field. So when they do have the opportunity to go, they're fresh, they're ready to go give us three and outs, give us, you know, six plays or less, and we're able to get out there, extend the drives, uh, march up and down the field. And that gives Sean the opportunity to not just call runs. He can call his play actions. He can call his screens. Then he can get the ball down the field. And that's really what that that's really what's been keeping these defenses uh, kind of on their heels the last couple of weeks, you know, because I feel like the Saints offense is a little bit more in rhythm now. You know, I, I feel like certain I think honestly majority of teams need those preseason games I feel like the first two or three games were kind of just the warm-up and, and you're starting to see that offense roll and you saw them roll last week with a couple guys stepping up uh with the wide and, and you know on the wide receiver wide receiver position uh you know you you don't have your two dogs there and, and Mike Thomas and Sanders but other guys are stepping up Drew's getting the ball he's spreading it out he's getting it down the field uh AK is playing lights out so I just hope they can continue to to keep rolling because they have a pretty uh, favorable schedule. Bush, what what are some areas that you'd like to see the Saints improve on? You just talked about some of the wide receivers stepping up. I always get caught up on that word too, so don't even don't even worry about it. Um, some <laughs> of the wide receivers stepping up for the Saints, but as far as improvement and another step for the Saints, what would you like to see? Some of the, uh, I guess, kind of just just looking at it overall is some of the big plays on on against the defense through the air. You know, if if we can cut those big plays in half and we can, uh, you know, get after the quarterback this week, I feel like this is this is a, a recipe for a win. And, and you know, they do have some talent on the outside in Chicago, but, you know, we have talent um, in our secondary and we'll be able to, um, to secure that. Our linebackers are great. I love the rotation we have going on up front. Marcus Davenport is in there. He did get his sack last week. So let's see if he can continue to build on that. I love what the offense is doing, kind of like what we just already talked about. Keep rolling. Keep that momentum. That's been exciting to see. They're, 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 they're starting to gel together, gel together, and, and Jared Cook is doing a great job as well. 
I mean, look, that, that offense is going to be fire as long as the defense continues to, uh, you know, just not give up the big plays. I think we'll be fine. We'll be really fine. JD, anything else to add? Oh, we're good. Well, Jermon, we appreciate, sorry, Bush, we appreciate you joining us on the show today. Uh, hopefully we'll be talking um, after a Saints win next week. Actually, I had one more question for you. Yeah. With, with guys like Lance Moore, Roman Harper, you that are so active, not only on social media, but like in the media, do you guys have like a group text going on? Do you guys text each other during games? Is, does that exist at all? Uh, we, we, we do communicate just to talk about the games at times, but it, it's pretty cool to see all the guys that I play with, a lot of them are, we obviously, you know, Zach is the voice and, yeah. and you see Velma doing his thing and Roman's all over SEC network and and, <laughs> and, and, and Lance has been doing his thing as well. Um, you know, uh, with you guys, it's, it's just pretty cool to see because, you know, we do have knowledge of this game. We do have a passion for this game and we have a love and we have a passion for the Saints. And, you know, it, it makes us happy that, you know, our second wave in life after football is, is trending up, you know, and, and that's really what we're trying to do. Just, just become the best versions of ourselves. And um, yeah, but you know, it's, it's fun, man. It's, it's fun. It's fun to talk ball. It's fun to watch you guys uh, win games and, and let's just keep it up. So we have some good things to talk about. With all this, we and us, I'm going to um, assume that you're cheering for the Saints on Sunday. Well, you know, I, I, I think they are the better team. But you know, look, you, you know where my loyalty lies. I, I'll probably have to answer some questions about the Bears. But look, it is what it is. You know, I spent my time here. I've had my success here, uh, here in New Orleans. My wife's from New Orleans. She's born and raised. So it's like that place is, uh, it, it has a piece of my heart for sure. Oh, Bush, how's she going to play you? One team help you win a Super Bowl. <laughs> One team, you know, <laughs> name your legend upon retirement. How's she going to play you like that? How's she <laughs> Come on. That's just part. Of, that's just part of the deal, man. That's just part of the deal. But you know, look, I came. I came on back home. We circled on back home. You know, I had to go to Chicago to make sure that we uh, could take care of the family, and and you know, made a little stop down here in South Florida, which ain't bad at all. I won't lie to you. But uh, I'm I'm glad we did have opportunity to come back in 18, even though it didn't work out the way we wanted it to. Absolutely. Well, Jermon, we'll let you go. We appreciate you for your time, and uh, like I said, hopefully we're talking about a Saints win uh, following Sunday. That sounds good to me. Give me a holler. Okay, the Wednesday injury report will be available on NewOrleansSaints.com around 3.30 p.m. Uh, the update with Teron Armstead, Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, all of that should be made a little bit clearer uh, when that injury report comes out on Wednesday afternoon. So be sure to head to NewOrleansSaints.com and, of course, as always, turn on your notifications on the Saints app to be notified of everything you need to know with the New Orleans Saints. If you're in the New Orleans or Louisiana area or anywhere in the Gulf South where Hurricane uh, Zeta could potentially be hitting, I hope you are staying safe, staying indoors, charging up all your devices, and uh, more importantly than anything, just staying safe. That'll do it for the Wednesday edition of the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by Seeky for Jermon Bushrod, John DeShazer. I'm Caroline Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening.